It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. As an entrepreneur, you started your business to follow your passion and not to spend your evenings doing bookkeeping. That's why VancouverEntrepreneur.ca uses Legacy Advantage. Let me tell you, they are a great CPA level bookkeeping firm. Let Legacy take the bookkeeping task off your hands so you can have more time to pursue your dreams. You will get peace of mind knowing that the bookkeeping is done and the tax authorities are off your back. Visit LegacyAdvantage.ca and if you mention that you came from Vancouver Entrepreneur Podcast, they will give you a $100 credit to apply towards your first month. You simply can't beat that. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with VancouverEntrepreneur.ca, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in British Columbia. Diana Peterson is the founder and CEO of Dragonfly MedTech, an early-stage startup company in Vancouver who is building clinic software to enable medical doctors to provide a treatment solution for concussions. She is originally from Seattle where she worked for Microsoft for 13 years. She moved to Vancouver in 2001 to work for the doctor who developed this medical approach. Well, Diana, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Thank you, Robert. I'm excited to speak with you this evening. Okay, well, we know you're from Seattle, which is not too far away, but tell us a little bit more about yourself and give us the details on your current business. Um, as you noted, I'm originally from Seattle. What brought me here to beautiful Vancouver is to work for this doctor. Um, even though I was at Microsoft, I love software, but I was really interested in getting into the medical side of things. And um, Dr. Svesta had a new approach to treating trauma and concussion that he developed when he worked at the flight test center in France. And then he found that that new approach worked with a lot of other things, too. Um, so I ran his operations here in Vancouver for about 13 years um, and wanted to build a clinic software that allowed other doctors to be able to do the same thing, get to, to get the same results that he does. Um, because it, when somebody's stuck with a concussion or a trauma and has been, uh, they struggle with it for a really long time. And when, when there's a way to provide a solution for that, it is a life-changing event for them and for their family and support system. And I just want to be able to make that available to more people. So I've, um, just in August, I've started, I um, founded my company and looking into seeing what's necessary to set that up, for, uh, learning classes about startup, because there's a lot of resources here in Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things in Vancouver that basically you can essentially have access to, like networking events, and there's a lot of medicine here as well. So, I mean, it's probably a perfect area, country, place, city to really kind of develop a product like this. 
Yeah, the Vancouver tech scene is definitely growing, and that uh, just kind of adds to the excitement of it. So there's lots of um, resources and advice, and people want to help you to see you succeed. Um, and it's a great opportunity to learn and to bring that forward. Now, you started in August, so it's pretty new. Did you need financing to start your company, and how do you currently make money in your business now? So I'm currently pre-revenue. I'm uh, self-funded, uh, and I'm working on just getting some of the basics set up and figuring out what I need to make sure that I have ready so for when I am uh, seeking funding. I have been doing some pitch presentations to practice that and to understand what's involved there. Um, so I'm currently working on building some of the diagnostic engine algorithms so that I can reduce some of the technical uncertainty uh, so I can text, test those with the doctor's clinic maybe late, uh, late next spring. After that, I'll be looking to do some fundraising either through investors. I'm also working on a couple of leads uh, with some U.S. and Canadian researchers in the armed forces for possible grant collaboration. Okay, what is the long-term vision, and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into the other areas, and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Well, for every startup, we always have great dreams for our, our, our project. Um, I'm no different on that. Uh, even though I want to start local, perhaps West Coast, I am targeting the U.S. Uh, military market, uh, as there's a huge need there for treatment of concussion and other kinds of trauma. Um, and I'd love to be able to find a way to help them uh, as a, I'm both a Canadian and U.S. citizen, and it's just something that matters to me in that area. So uh, if I can, I also would like to love to see this be in, available in emergency rooms to be able to help catch issues earlier and help people to recover so they don't have to spend years finding a solution. And then eventually worldwide, as there's many, uh, many people in need. So I just I love to see this go everywhere. I, I, I seem to think that the sports industry would love something like this technology, wouldn't they? Yes, uh, professional sports is also uh, one of my target markets. I just haven't had a chance to thoroughly investigate that yet. Okay. Well, we've learned a bit, little bit about you, and uh, we've learned a little bit about your company and your technology, but we want to talk about Vancouver here for a little bit. I mm -hmm. want you to tell us, what are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Mm. Um, I love Vancouver. Uh, there's... As I was saying earlier, there's um, definitely a growing dynamic for the startup tech community here, partly because uh, Seattle's been kind of building on what San Francisco has built, and then we're sort of a spillover from that as well. Uh, even in the last year, I know of several accelerator companies, uh, organizations that the BC government has f funded that are in the so that's exciting to see. Uh, in regards to challenge, sorry. Yeah, challenge. What would give us some of the challenges that you've faced so far? Some of the challenges, uh, well, the medical market is challenging in Canada. Um, 
and I've had several people tell me, well, it's better to start with the U.S., which is kind of unfortunate because I also love Canada. But it's just a, a medical is a very tough market in the first place to try to get into. It can take three times as long as any other kind of tech company. Um, so uh, been in touch with the Innovation Boulevard in Surrey to, to see what's possible there because they are specializing in the, the medical tech area. And then for bringing in other personnel here, housing prices are very challenging. I've had uh, difficulty bringing uh, people in before. Yeah, because I guess you have a, a great product, it's great technology, but then you say you got to work here in Vancouver. I think that's when some people may put on the brakes and go, whoa, I have to think about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, we do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired or just think about your business? And does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here? <laughs> it does rain a lot, but it really makes me appreciate when it's sunny. That's just a gorgeous day. Uh, some of my favorite places to recharge is... Um, down here in Ladner, there is a uh, long dike trails, and there's a two-hour walk that I love to walk uh, along the the beach, where there's a nature reserve, and it's just quiet and beautiful and open, and see the wildlife, and I love that. Another favorite time for me is uh, in the spring. Uh, yeah, there's some areas in Vancouver where the plum and cherry trees bloom and they go for miles and those are just amazing. So it's just being outside and enjoying that is part of my ways of recharging. Good. Okay. Now we have a lot of international listeners. So uh, this next question, I want you to speak to them. If you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone, Knowing what you know now, what would you do and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Wow. Um, Vancouver is definitely an international city. There's people from all cultures, so that's awesome. And it it's a great way to interact and connect with people. But I think the best way is to get hands-on and, and find an organization or a class or a project that you can join in on, such as a hackathon or, or, or a class. And it's the best way to meet people is to be able to talk with them and let them see what you're doing. Um, there's also great organizations, accelerators, and uh, the Volition Pitch events, Launch Academy and Spring, which provide startup uh, courses. Just any of those are, are great. Okay, good. Let's talk about your routine. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? Or do you just get up and have coffee and get, get ready? I'm ready to go. Uh, I am always must have breakfast. That's kind of my fuel for the day, and it makes sure that I'm set and I'm ready to go. Uh, I always finish with an espresso because I do love my espresso. Uh, and then... Um, sit down and just kind of figure out what my day is, make sure that I'm organized and I've picked my top one to three items that I want to do, which might include just going through email and scanning and seeing what is needing my attention and then just dig in. Okay. Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive <laughs> way or are wired differently? <laughs> That's a great question. 
I've heard both ways. Um, I, th I think it really comes down to what drives a person or what's important to them because it, the startup culture is uh, has a different way of prioritizing than if you have a nine-to-five job, for example. Uh, it's not an instant gratification kind of a thing, and it takes a lot of passion because there are. It's a. It can be a very scary thing. It's like you're dealing with a lot of unknowns. Uh, cash flows not always solid, but it's also exciting and dynamic and empowering and a great way to learn. So it really depends on what's fun for you. Okay. What books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks, and can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? I usually read online because it's usually a faster read and often very current. Uh, and I reach for a book when there's a specific in-depth topic that I need. Um, my current couple books that I'm reading right now is just refreshing on uh, software development best practices. So it's hard to know what else to recommend right now. Okay. Any online or offline tools that you like to use on a daily basis? Aside from my espresso machine, yeah, uh, <laughs> Skype. Uh, oh yeah, Skype is a regular Google thing. Docs. Uh, no, I'm more of a uh, Microsoft Office suite. I use Outlook and uh, I use OneNote to track all my to-do lists. Uh, do a lot of research on the on my browser. LinkedIn is a regular part of my networking. I have a CRM. Uh, I attend a lot of events on Meetup and Eventbrite. So. That's what come to mind. Okay. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not even think about work? And what are your favorite activities to do here in BC? Do you ski? Do you bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? Uh, that's a lot of questions. I love to go out for long walks and bike rides. There was one year I did a lot of kayaking. I love to hike as well. Uh, it just depends on my mood. So, yeah, just getting outside I love. Okay. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? My last role was a senior management and software development in a data-related product, and I really still love that kind of work, and it spills over into my choice of startup company. So have uh, toyed with the idea of becoming a data scientist, uh, but there's also lots of artistic things that I love to do, too, so... Uh, a little bit of everything. Okay. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Uh, something where there's no challenge. It's the same thing over and over. Uh, I don't need to learn anything. Uh, yeah, I, I need to be challenged. <laughs> okay. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? Well, I love getting things done and crossing them off my to-do list, but um, my favorite quote, I would say, is from Margaret Mead, uh, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. I had that posted over my desk at uh, Neurokinetics for a long time. What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? 
I don't think of a word per se, but to me it's someone who likes to do the minimum so they can be somewhere else or just to look good. I want to be around people who are excited about the, what they're doing and I can just bounce ideas off of them. It's that energy. Okay. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? <laughs> I'm pretty curious. I like to know what's interesting about everything and I'm analyzing it all the time. Uh, why is that person successful at that? Or how do I learn to do that? Or what makes a chameleon goes, changes colors? Um, just... I like to know how things work and how they fit into everything else. Uh, if I could take a second word, I would say perky. I'm pretty upbeat, great sense of humor, and I enjoy connecting with other people uh, to find out what's interesting about them because everyone brings their background and has surprises of things that they're good at that you'd never, never know. And uh, it's just cool to, to find that. Okay. What keeps you up at night, if anything? <laughs> Who says I don't sleep? <laughs> um, I often am thinking about different aspects that, of work or problem-solving stuff. Uh, sometimes people stuff, because people are important. Uh, yeah. Okay. I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This could be a bucket list of some sort. Uh, it could be things you want to do, whether it be travel, TEDx talk, philanthropy, write a book, anything like that? I always love going to France. Uh, I would love to have some time to play with um, Microsoft Azure data tools and with a great big data set and just see what I can find, uh, learn to program, learn to play guitar, stuff like that. Play guitar, okay. That's something. Uh, we had, we had uh, Roger Killen on the show uh, oh, not yeah, too long ago. I know. Yeah, and he said... He's awesome. One, yeah, one of the things he said was it's, he recommends any entrepreneur to learn how to play an instrument. Yeah, I've had people suggest that, but I have no musical talent whatsoever. Yeah, I often <laughs> so wonder... Like, yeah. okay, I gotta learn, and I just love the sound of guitar. I just love it. Yeah. So. He also said ballroom dancing too. So that was. Something. Ooh. There you that's go. good to know. <laughs> okay. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout BC? There's lots of great information out there. Um, go and get up to speed on best practices before you dive right in. Like, for example, pitch presentations. There's some great information out there and great resources. Um, and there's a lot of people don't even try to find them. Um, also, one of the things that was really memorable advice was um, a presentation that I saw at Vancouver Startup Week about how to take a company from zero to 100 million, which seems like a pretty intimidating concept when you're a, <laughs> just at the idea stage of your company. And uh, they said, basically, just find a great idea that's a need-to-have thing, not a nice-to-have. First customer, and utterly delight them. Find the next few, do the same thing. And continue that until you have a repeatable process. 
be relentless at driving business, uh, keep staying in touch with the front end of the, the, the customer side, and uh, which and the thing that I really love to hear was always work with integrity because I've some of the advice you get is like, well, just do quick and dirty and sell whatever little piece you have, and it's like it's it's good to know that working with integrity is successful in business, and I love that. Yeah, honesty too. I've heard that a lot. People say stay honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just keeps you. Because like you're accountable to yourself, right? So you're setting the pace for the entire company. So yep. that's really important. Okay, Diana, you ready to have some fun? <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. Well, you know, as you know, entrepreneurs are very busy people. We're always connected. We're always online, whether we're talking on Skype or we're talking to clients, investors, staff, you name it. We're always busy. But we're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical <laughs> island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there, and there is no internet. This place does oh. exist, by the way. Oh, we're yeah? Gonna, <laughs> we're going to drop you off there, and you won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat, and we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call, and what would you do while you were there? Oh, gosh. That sounds wonderful. Um well, you're talking to a person—a person that uh, on my last vacation to Mexico, I only lasted three of my seven-day trip before I was bored. So um, I would have to go exploring. I just want to see what's there, how big the island is. If there's shops and things, I'd go check out the shops or the food or the handcrafts or the languages. Uh, try out fresh coconuts. Go for a swim, definitely. I love swimming warm water uh, before I burn. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't tend very well. Uh, yeah, just explore everything. Okay. Yeah. So you'd last what two, three days? Uh, yeah, it depends on how big the island is. Yeah, but yeah, about a week. I'll say a week. <laughs> okay. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Uh, probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is through the links on my fledging website, which is dragonflymedtech.com. Uh, I would love to connect with you uh, if you are in the medical, uh, if you've shipped product in the medical area in North America before uh, or looking to help me build this business or uh, you'd love to be one of the first doctors to try out this medical approach. Yeah. Love to hear with you with ideas and chat with you. Great. Okay. Well, I encourage any doctors, anyone listening, please contact Diana. It sounds like the, the project and the research and the technology sounds like it's very much needed in, in all lots of industries. So, um, okay, Dinah, thanks for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Thank you very much. I enjoyed talking with you. Great. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the VancouverEntrepreneur.ca podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes, and then connect with us on Twitter at VanCityPodcast and like us on Facebook. And you'll get all the latest news, including the BC Weekly Business Report, where you can find out more about what's going on in this fabulous province of ours. See you next time. Yeah.